All right, welcome back to the second episode of the Cardinal Country Podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. If you missed the first episode, no worries. That one was just kind of an introduction, uh, but a quick recap of it. This podcast will feature all things Michigan Center. We are uh, looking to highlight cool things going on in all our schools. Arnold, Kiker, I end up here at the junior, senior high, and other things that would just be relevant to the community. Um, if you have any suggestions of things that you'd like me to highlight or potential uh, people to interview, by all means, help me out with this and send me an email to my school account. My name is Jared Taluki, and my staff email is jared dot at mccardinals.org. Uh, so questions, concerns, comments uh, can all be directed there and potential ideas for a future podcast. Today we're interviewing two of my absolute favorite guys that I've ever had in class in my 13 years of teaching at Michigan Center, uh, Boomer Perry and Josh Rankin. I uh, had both of these guys a few years ago in my freshman U.S. history class and they are seniors now. So we're just going to highlight some of the cool things that they've got going on and uh, chat with these guys for a few minutes. So quick uh, history of them. Boomer is heavily involved in our leadership class. He's been in for a couple years now. He's currently the president of uh, our National Honor Society, and he is a three-sport athlete playing football, basketball, and baseball. Uh, just coming off of a great football season, he's one of the team captains there. And not sure if he's a captain in basketball or baseball, as those seasons haven't got rolling yet, but he's definitely a team leader. Uh, so we'll get to talk about some, some things going on academically with him and athletically. Josh Rankin is one of my personal favorites. I've got to know him really well uh, since I've been a wrestling coach here the last few years. He is also in leadership class, uh, has been very active in that with the Bigs and Littles program, uh, the swimming that they do. He is currently the vice president of the National Honor Society. And he at one time had played a few different sports, but over the last few years, he is focused like a laser on wrestling. Uh, and is probably in the, would be in the conversation to be going down as like one of the all-time, if not the all-time uh, best wrestler to come out of Michigan Center. He uh, has three conference titles and will be working on his fourth one in this upcoming season. Uh, is an all-state athlete in wrestling. He placed third at the MHSAA finals last year uh, and has been doing a lot of training in the offseason to get ready to have one heck of a senior year. So, I'm going to go grab those guys. Let's do a quick transition here. This uh, was a song that these two young men picked, so soak it in for about 20, 30 seconds. Here we are back in the studio here, uh, welcoming Boomer Perry and Josh Rankin. Uh, guys, what's going on? How are you doing? Great. <laughs> Great to be here, Jared. <laughs> are we on a first name basis now? I thought so. All right, that's good. For the podcast, I, I definitely prove. Uh, so, you guys are both seniors this year. Uh, you accomplished quite a bit in your high school careers, man. It's awesome to get you two in here. I. A lot of times I lose contact with the seniors uh, as I teach primarily freshmen, but you two, uh, I have stayed pretty, pretty good in touch with, I think. Uh, 
why don't we start off with uh, some of the athletics, then we'll move on to some of the academ academic things uh, that you guys are involved in, and we'll finish up with just like future plans and where you see yourself going uh, after you wrap things up here at Michigan Center. So, uh, Boomer, so pretty good football season this year. Anything oh, yeah. you could share with us about that? Well, let me start with thanking you for inviting me on the show, Jared. You're very welcome, yeah, man. I, I appreciate love it. having you here. I've been thinking of this for a while now. Awesome. All right. Football season has gone great so far. We're 8-1. I believe we had six all-conference guys, being me, um, Brock Kuhn, Julian Putnam, Andy Pulaski, Jake Haskell, and Roger Hayward. We have is the playoffs now. Win mm -hmm. 12 a game tonight against Grass Lake. And all around, it's probably one of the best years we've had. Last yeah, year, let, one, two. I'll pause you there for a quick second and say, like, uh, when most people listen to this podcast, the playoff game will probably have already, you know, taken place. And hopefully we're moving on into round two. Good luck, because uh, we're recording this on Friday uh, early morning, so he'll have the, the playoff game tonight, right, at 7 o'clock? Yes. And it's at Grass Lake? Yes, it is. Correct? All right, so best wishes to that. Uh, regular season, it sounds like it was tremendous. Six all-conference athletes, man, that's pretty impressive. Uh, and then what was your regular season record? It was 8-1. and 8-1, and one. not bad, man. Uh, you guys have really come a long way, and that's kudos to – not only the coaching staff, but also like the, the leadership that we've had and kind of developed in the program. And, and to everybody out there listening, the, I think the community support has been a big thing uh, over the last decade with, the, with football too. I, I remember 13 years ago when I started up, I was one of the junior high football coaches. And man, the program was, uh, man, it was kind of struggled back then. I think my first year, the varsity was like, uh, and I wasn't coaching with the varsity, but they were like three and six. So we were typically just fighting to be in the middle of the conference. And it's so awesome to see the program develop up to, you know, I mean, a, a program that just year in and year out is fighting for conference titles. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, before my sophomore year, I think we were in the playoffs six times. Man. And now we're three years in a row with a playoff win last year and hopefully at least one this year. That's awesome because, that, yeah, that was not always the case. If you if people from the community that know Michigan Center football, I mean, it, Center had had good years and stuff uh, in decades past, but it's really kind of developed into a kind of a Cascades Conference powerhouse here in the Jackson County. Um, I remember, yeah, when I started working here, it was like making the playoffs were, man, that was kind of one of those things that we were trying to hit, but it, you know what I mean? Most years we were not getting that six win mark and, uh, now, man, it just seems like things are clicking, and you guys are, are hitting that every year. So hopefully you guys make a good run into the playoffs yeah. this season. Uh, any other thoughts? Like what was your favorite thing about football this year? Uh, favorite thing is probably just the coaching staff is incredible. Yeah. Like I'm probably friends with every single one of those coaches. I don't – usually on the staff you, you have one, one or two coaches you don't really like or you just don't enjoy, you know. Sure. I love every single one of them. It's, it's awesome. Practices are fun. Games are fun. It's that a is time. a good situation, man. I yeah, it's good to have coaches that you click with and, and can bond with. And I, I I know most of the the coaches on our staff, and I can attest to that too. That it is a good group of guys. So I don't think uh, at the high school level you'll find a better coaching staff, at least not in our area, man. I, they're top notch. So and uh, tribute to you guys too that you guys have been outstanding leaders too. And I think you're right in that core group. Uh, who are the other captains this season? The captains were me. Uh, Jake Haskell, Brock Kuhn, and Dawson Brown. Good crew of guys. Good crew of guys. Liked every one of them. So, uh, well, good luck in the playoff game tonight. Like I said, probably when most people are tuning into this, the playoff game will have uh, 
already transpired, and hopefully we're moving on to, to round two, and look like we'd most likely get Lumen Christie there, and maybe we'll be putting a whooping on them next. Oh, so, yeah, all right. Okay, I'm going to transition over to Josh now. Uh, just uh, doing kind of a preview uh, for the upcoming wrestling season. I, I had already kind of went through Josh's previous career highlights. Could you fill us in and how the program's done the last few seasons and how the program's going to be, how the, the team will be looking this year and what your individual prospects are? Uh, yeah, we've, uh, we weren't very good my freshman year, but we're, we're coming up now. Uh, we uh, won a regional title, I want to say, sophomore year. District title, right? Or yeah, district, district title. title. Yeah, made it two regionals. Yep. yep. Um, and then we probably have a run at getting a conference title this year, so that hasn't been done in who knows how long. I mean. Oh, man, I think uh, checking the records, I think it was back in the 80s or so was the last time there's a yeah. Michigan Center team got a conference title. Um, so, I mean, that's an impressive feat right there. For those that don't know, I'd been the head coach the last uh, three seasons, but I've coached in the program for 13 years now. And then uh, this season, I've transitioned back to an assistant coaching role, and Mark Ward is taking over the program and going to be the new head coach. Uh, what are your thoughts on Coach Ward? Uh, he's a cool guy. I mean, yeah. I, I've only known him about a year now, so I don't know him the best, but uh, he's a cool guy. He's very motivational. He'll push you through the wall for sure. And uh, I'm excited for uh, this last season under him. So yeah, he is a fun guy. I coached him way back when I was starting out at center. Uh, I had him as a junior high athlete and I've got to know him really well over the years. Uh, so it was awesome to see him come back in as a program alum to come back in and take it over. Um, yeah, I'm pretty pumped up that for his first year taking over, I think he's going to do good things, and uh, he's one of our football coaches too. I think is he the JV coach, Boomer? Yes, he's the JV. One of the JV coordinator. Awesome. Yeah, he's a great motivator. So hopefully he does uh, work some wonders with the wrestling program. And and like Josh was saying, I think we have a fighting shot at a conference title this year. We have a pretty solid lineup. So expect some big things there, and hopefully we'll uh, check in on the podcast and do some updates for uh, the wrestling team later on in the year. How about individually, Josh? What have you been doing in the off season, and how are you looking for uh, the hunt in a, for a state title? Uh, I've been I've been wrestling a lot throughout the summer. Uh, not as much as I'd like to. I just got really busy for a while. I've uh, been lifting a lot lately, though. Uh, trying to add some muscle and uh, do some fine tuning before the season comes up here in about a month. Right on. You had wrestled recently at the Grappler Fall Classic, and that, for those that don't know, that's one of the toughest tournaments, like literally in the nation. Um, how'd that go for you? Underwhelming. Underwhelming? <laughs> yeah. Uh, thought I was more prepared than I actually was. Uh, lost to a couple guys who probably shouldn't have lost to, but he, all right. The caliber of two. competition at that, too, is basically everybody in the tournament is for the most part, an all-state athlete. Uh, you have multiple state champs in every bracket. There are guys coming up from Florida and Texas and California, and so all over the country coming in. Um, but you had a pretty good showing, though, at it, didn't you? You were three and two. Three and two. Yeah, that's impressive in a bracket like that with 30-plus you know, guys that are really in the hunt to be college athletes. So good deal. Uh, but, yeah, sometimes having a, a check like that can be a good motivator and maybe get you more prepared for – high-level wrestling uh, 
you know, at the end of the season, the districts, regionals, and state meet. So, yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, transition back over to Boomer now. Boomer also plays basketball. How, now, the last few seasons, basketball team has looked pretty solid. What, uh, what do we have to look forward to this season? Hopefully, a conference championship and a district championship. I'm assuming would be our goals. Yeah, for sure. Set, but man, the basketball program has just been killing it lately. Which Damn, is weird because I don't. I feel like basketball is a tough sport. You know, you got Hanover in our conference, which is always a great, great team. But we've won, I think, two out of the three last year like conference championships. Basketball has a very similar story. Now, I'm definitely not a, a basketball guy. I don't really know much uh, about the sport because I, I was a high school wrestler, So, uh, but I had a lot of good friends always and consider Boomer a pretty good friend now. I always have been supportive of the basketball team from back when I was in high school to, to today. Um, and I think that has a similar story to the football program where, you know, 13 years ago when I started working here, they were kind of middle of the conference team, and now it seems like they have just, you guys have transitioned up to always being uh, fighting for that conference title. So hopefully things work out good. What was a uh, recap of last season? Did you guys win the conference mm. title last year? Or we did no. Not. We no. Came in, I think we tied for second. Tied for second. Yep. Still yeah. a good showing. Yep. How did uh, the postseason go last year? Went good. We lost in the district championship to Hillsdale, I believe. Okay. Close game. Right on. Well, Basketball is weird because I think we're in Class B for basketball, whereas mm -hmm. we're like Class C for all the all the, all of the sports. Yeah, but MHS does run that kind of funny. Whereas like in wrestling, we're a Division three school, and I think we're the only team in the conference that's Division three. The rest are Division four. Mm -hmm. And basketball is one of the only sports left that doesn't run the divisions, like like yeah. wrestling and football exactly. and cheer and track. They're all on the division system, but basketball is still like on the class system where it's class A, B, C, or D rather than the, the division. So yeah. I'm not really sure why that is. I don't know. That'd be, but yeah, <laughs> but well, yeah, being up in class B, that would be more like kind of wrestling if we were up in division two, I guess. Uh, yeah. Up in that second tier. So I, and I do believe we're like, from what I know of it, we're one of the smallest schools in class B, I think. Correct. Yes, yeah. Yes, that, yes. So we're generally competing with schools that are quite a bit bigger. The same is really kind of true in a weird way for, uh, for wrestling in Division Three, we are like kind of firmly our enrollment has been good here at Center, and we're up in Division Three, but we are one of the smaller schools uh, in Division Three. So most of the other teams we're competing with are have significantly larger enrollment, but but you just got to make the best of it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. All right. Well, good luck to you guys uh, this season, and I know you're still on football mode right now, but uh, when do uh, do you know when your practices start up or tryouts? Well, usually. Girls basketball starts a week before us, but they changed it this year. So our trials are going to be November 5th, I believe, which okay. is two Mondays. Right on. Now. Yeah, coming up soon. How about uh, wrestling? When does that start up? Uh, I think the first day of practice is November 12th. Oh, so. all right. So winter sports about ready to kick off. Uh, yeah, if anybody, uh, any students are out there listening to it, uh, yeah, you can get information in the office. There is a new system this year where – now you won't turn your physicals into uh, your coaches. You'll turn those into the main office or the athletic trainer, and you just get a little gold card, and you have to submit that into your coach after you've gotten all your paperwork done, and, and that's all you'll turn into your coach this year. So kind of a change up that'll hopefully make things easier on uh, all the head coaches. All right, let's move on to some of the academics and what's going 
just kind of on the home front here uh, at Michigan Center High School. You guys are both very active in leadership class. I know for people listening, if you're a community member, I would guess that like one of the things that you would probably most associate with Michigan Center is our leadership program uh, that Mr. Damaris, he was a teach English teacher up here, uh, had really got that rolling a few years ago. And uh, man, we, we had a lot of good press. He's done a lot of awesome uh, community outreach things over the past few years. Uh, and unfortunately, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, Fortunately for him and for us, he was able to transfer to an administrative job, but by taking the principal job at Arnold School, uh, he's no longer able to be up here in the high school on a daily basis and run the leadership uh, program. So uh, that's been taken over. Who's the teacher running it this year? Mrs. Finch this year. Mrs. Finch, awesome. So just kind of sum up, and you can take this in any, any direction you guys want. Uh, this question's to both of you. Just how are things going at the leadership class? How is how is it having a new leader of the leadership class and anything uh, cool you guys want to highlight coming up? Well, first off, Mr. Damaris was awesome and is awesome still, obviously. But because uh, he, he really started the leadership class and I, I don't know if he started student council as much as he ran it for a while. Mm -hmm. So he put two huge programs in our school that, I mean, it's tough transferring out of them. But sure. I think Mrs. Finch is doing a great job so far. And I think Josh can elaborate on what all we do leadership class yeah it's it's uh it's been a fun transition but um we do a lot of volunteer for our community especially with the uh, food pantry big brothers big sisters uh and stuff along those lines um we also attend the torrent center quite often mm -hmm. uh to bowl and uh swim is there a bowling uh, alley right in the torrent center or no. do you get you travel to we, it okay yeah. They have um, a pool there? Yes. All right. Very warm. Warm pool. <laughs> that's right. Nobody warm. likes cold pools. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's like it's like a really big hot tub. Awesome. And more chlorine than water. Yeah. Just so you know. It makes your skin really dry. So you go uh, swim with uh, some of the students that have disabilities that attend the Torrent Center. Do you guys both swim, or is, is that just a few of the a few kids in the leadership class that do the swimming? We, we rotate. Rotate so, it. Yeah, we we mm -hmm. go every Friday. We have a different job. So we'll leave the school on a Friday. And some kids will go swim, others will fill up bags from the food pantry for the kids at the schools. Some kids will bowl. Uh, Miss Brown's class. Mm -hmm. Some kids will go down to Miss Brown's class here in the school. So. All right. That's awesome. Yeah, I think uh, the leadership class has done a lot of awesome stuff in the last few years. Can't uh, emphasize that enough. What a cool class, and it's it really is kind of uh, – it, you know, it's you guys are the bridge to the community, I think. Uh, and I say that maybe sounds a little, little sappy, but it's totally true that uh, I think people, a lot of there's a tendency for a lot of people that live in the community where their kids are out of school, might be older, retired, that uh, they really don't know what's, what's happening uh, in any of the schools. But having a class like leadership helps to kind of fill that bridge or bridge that in a little bit where we are, uh, yeah. Getting kids out there and seeing the people in the community and and it also has done a really good job Getting some real positive press for Michigan Center. I think too. There's been some in live articles over the past few years and uh, A lot of what you guys do is really highlighted. So thanks for your service there uh, That's a really cool thing and keep it up. It sounds like it's a pretty enjoyable class, too Am I right on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah you yeah. get to travel a fair we, amount. And yeah, we ran a car wash. Yeah car wash. How did that go? Uh, you weren't there. You didn't go. <laughs> I knew That's that was that coming. <laughs> I, I did it. I promised to come, and, and it, I had no excuse. I lived about 
300 yards away from where they were doing it, but I don't know. Well, I forget what I had going on that day, but I think I had a date with my couch. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, no excuses. I should have been there. Um, no, it was fun. We raised a lot of money. Uh, I don't know exactly. Do you know, you don't know the dollar amount, what you got out of that? Was, um, 800? I was going to say about 800. That's a good showing for a one-day car wash, man. Yeah. I mean, I think awesome. it was three hours. Yeah, special wash got done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, Shorts, guys. No shirts. Are you guys still doing the, and you're doing Big Brothers, Big Sisters? Yes. Right? No, that's still going on with your littles. Now, do you work exclusively with Michigan Center kids there, or do you work with kids from other districts too? Yeah, it's a third grade class from Kiker, which is, it's Mrs. Haynes' class. Okay. So we all pair up with one kid from that class and do different things, activities. And it's huge for the kids. Like, I had Mr. Hayler's kid last year, uh-huh. my little, and he brings up, like, every day how much it meant to him. Yeah. And obviously the littles are... Great family. You sure. Know, like he has a good support system. Yep. But still. For those of you that don't know, Mr. Withers is a science teacher up here at the high school and has four kids that all attend Michigan Center schools. So. Mm-hmm. But still, even with that great support system he has, it was huge having another person he could talk to, he could be friends with, he could let him know about his problems. You know. Yeah. Well, I have two uh, young sons too. I have one in fourth grade and one in second grade here at Michigan Center. And I think, uh, man, I would love for one of my kids to get mentored by either one of you guys or really anybody else in that class. It is a awesome slate of kids on the, the roster for that leadership class. So yeah, I know that would mean the world to those little guys. And you know, they look up to you guys like today's Boomer's wearing his jersey because it's a football game. But I mean, and their little minds, man, it's like you are a NFL player or something. Yeah, you might as well be. They look up to you so much. So, yeah, having that athletic street cred is a really cool thing. <laughs> to, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's very impressive to the little guys. So, awesome for that. Uh, keep doing what you do. That's uh, really cool. Hopefully, next is it next year going to be kind of based out of the third grade again? I'm not for sure. Or I'm don't know. Yeah. It switched up. used to not switch because Mrs. Dubois used to do it. Yeah. But after the last few years, we've switched up a lot. Switched up. Yeah. All right. Well, my uh, youngest son's coming into third grade next year, so I'll hope that it sticks yeah. there for one more year and maybe yeah. he gets to experience all that. <laughs> all right. Uh, on to the next topic, uh, National Honor Society. It's kind of a big deal up here at the high school where we uh, you know, value and reward and recognize uh, a lot of our top students that put in a ton of work and you know, are striving to achieve academically and, and probably be on that college-bound track. Uh, you two are Boomer is the president and Josh is the vice president of NHS. Any, anything you could tell us there about what's happening in NHS currently or what you got coming up? Uh, well, first of all, I think NHS is great because it honors those students who don't really get recognition as much. Mm-hmm. You know, the smart kids who do a lot in the community but might not play a couple sports. Sure. And just that banquet where they all applaud them or just it's it's huge for them you know um yeah we haven't we haven't done i don't want to say we haven't done much mm-hmm. we do a lot but well you guys have a pretty busy boomer, schedule yeah being boomer personally i feel like we haven't done as much as i thought the role would be like coming in i was like really worried i was like oh i'm gonna be so busy with this and i and it all worked yeah, out. Yeah, it wasn't. I think busy is just the way of life for you two. You guys always seem to keep a lot on your plate. Once again, underwhelming. Yeah, all right. Well, I not to toot my own horn. horn ah, to toot my own. <laughs> Careful, you're here. I, Careful yeah, you're I know. I'm getting a little tongue tied. 
too much coffee. Uh, but I was a former NHS vice president too, and I'm sure you did more than what I did. Because <laughs> uh, I don't even think, you guys just had the induction ceremony, correct? Yeah, I, at ours, I don't even think I gave a speech or anything. I think I just sat there and kind of tried to look pretty. Um, how was the induction ceremony? Not to toot my own horn or whatever you said. But oh, it you're was brutal. really good. It was pretty nerve wracking. Yeah. I was pretty nervous at first, but then Mrs. Kramer said, Oh, you can shorten it or adjust it as much as you want. Yeah. So I cut out a paragraph and I was good to go. A whole paragraph, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you what. Uh, Public speaking can be a terrorizing thing when you're not used to it. I remember uh, when I was like going through my college speech class and then my first year as a teacher, yeah, it was, it was pretty nerve-wracking. Even just talking to students would be, I struggled with. And now, I, the more you do it, the more uh, you kind of smooth it all out. And I think uh, I've, these two were both showing me like their parts that they had, to, had to, the speeches that they were giving essentially uh, at the induction ceremony. It was quite a bit, it was a lengthy, uh, on a uh, reading and talking you had to do so but you guys i think you both pull it off really good thank you um i had one paragraph one paragraph yeah he had a ton i had a lot but yeah, that's i had right. one Boomer paragraph had like a page didn't I, you i was told i got to shorten it so i found the <laughs> longest sentence possible <laughs> was and that it, your criteria it, it was <laughs> not it was genuinely the best sentence of the paragraph too. yeah like, I, read it oh, and I was man. like man that's like empowering and then i was like too bad i'm not gonna read it because that's uh. gone yeah. My pit stains at the end of that speech were pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that was like Good slow stuff. motion. Yeah. Like, first time I ever wore a tie. Was it the first I time ever? Yep. How about that? Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I don't know, man. I could see you wearing <laughs> a lot of ties in the future. Uh, yeah, you, you seem like a, you could be a tie kind of guy if you wanted to get into yeah, the business world and all that. So, uh, all right. Anything else? Like, what do you... Do you have any big uh, activities coming up with NHS this year? I know, like in the past, you've done, is it the blood drive? Blood drive soon. That's coming up. Do you know when that is? I couldn't tell you the date. Couldn't say the date. I know we have two during the yeah, Two coming up. One coming up soon, and then there's another one in the spring, I want to say. Yeah, one will probably be before winter break, yeah. for sure. Sure. Well, we'll come back on the one of the next episodes. We'll try to lock down a date for that, and I will make an announcement uh, of it. And if you're somebody out there in the community, that is something that you could do to, to get involved a little bit in a pretty easy way, where it would only take you, I think, usually, what, what's donation time? An hour or less? Hour. Yeah, about an, about hour. an hour. You get a free cookie and some juice, and come on in and do yeah. something good, save a life. And, uh, yeah, it helps out our NHS, because that's one of the big... Uh, big things that they do one of their big events yeah. throughout the year so yeah. good deal i think we set like a record last year or something yeah we set a lot of records last year's yeah yeah i had i think we had over two thousand hours last year that's yeah, awesome that's volunteer work yeah. which was crazy i always go for the record of uh quickest donation when i go down there i squeeze that little oh, ball one year i was at like five minutes i've yeah. tried to donate and i looked on like the paper uh -huh. There's like three reasons I couldn't like I couldn't donate because I had like this rash on me. Oh no! Like, I was getting my wisdom teeth out the day after, which probably isn't a good idea. Right yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't had the pleasure of saving a baby yet. Well, all right, this year though, are you going yeah. for it? I, oh, do you, yeah. You have to be. Is it 16? I think it's 16 with parents' permission, and then 18 to be another. 18, you're yeah, know. you're an adult. It might yeah. be 17. I don't know. Right. I think uh, it's 17. 17. Do what you want. That's weird. It's 17. Yeah, because you're uh -huh. technically not an adult. So huh. I feel like that shouldn't be allowed. But there is a lot of, it is. yeah, sometimes those laws get weird where you get different things, different privileges at different <laughs> yeah. times. So, yeah. I, right. well, I had to 
a little sticky situation. I didn't tell you about this. I had to take, we have jet skis. Yep. I had to go get them winterized. So sure. I dropped them off at the marina and they were, it was for my dad. He, they made me sign something. All right. I'm 17, I'm not liable. Uh-huh. That signature isn't upholding the court. Right, you not this. a legal so adult. I feel like yeah. that's like the same thing. Yeah. Are you really allowed to donate without parent permission? I shouldn't be allowed. I am not the guy to ask for that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I say okay, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I would imagine if you did show up, like they probably don't have that all ironed out at the front table yeah. on the day of the donation. Yeah. So they'll, they would have that information for you. But yeah. All right. Well, did you donate last year, Josh? Um, yes. You did? Right before wrestling season. So you're yeah. Cutting weight, huh? Yeah, that was a. Uh, <laughs> oh well, that is, that is not a good way to cut weight, but. <laughs> is that a? That was a long practice. Yeah, it's yeah uh, you're and I believe they they say you're really not supposed that you're supposed to give it about 24 hours and get a lot of fluids in you, but um, I know in past years, yeah, it doesn't seem to affect me too bad. It does make me a little bit more tired and lethargic, yeah. but I, uh, a lot of times I still will go out and you know have some physical activity afterwards after an hour or two and get some food and. Yeah, drink in me. So. We had a tough practice that day. Did we? First time I've thrown up in practice. Oh man. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. I think I remember what you're, the day you're talking about. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That, we we were down in the weight room. And I had to go outside. That first uh, week or two of wrestling can definitely be a shock to the system. Just kind of like uh, any that have, like played football. I always remember that. Like the first like two a day practices in summer. Man, they can be brutal when it's hot out and and wrestling. Even though it's indoor, man. We do tax those guys uh, in practice and start getting their cardio up real quick. So, yeah. Especially when you're missing half your blood. Yeah, that's probably not good. Maybe <laughs> hey, you should be sitting out in the corner drinking juice this year after it. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, we're going on about 30 minutes here now. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts? Like, what are your plans for the future? Uh, graduation, man, it might seem a little ways off, but it's going to be here before you know it. Uh, right now, I am probably the definition of undecided. Undecided? No idea. Uh, this has been a very busy month, though, applying to colleges. And sure. Stuff, and I'm glad it's almost over. But yeah. Probably the main scheme I want to do is go into some type of engineering. Not sure what school. Still contemplating if I want to play football in college or not. Right on. I could definitely see I think both of you two will be successful in no matter which path you choose. You are just you're on the right track in life. And I would say don't be scared of not or being undecided. I, this is a time in life where you should be kind of weighing your options and looking around and uh, yeah, don't commit to anything that you're not sure of, you know what I mean? Don't be afraid to put stuff off for a little while and just do some work or, or, or whatever, or yeah. go to college or join the Navy or wherever life takes you, right? How about you, Josh? Uh, I've tried to do exactly what you said. I've just put it off. Yeah. I haven't applied to any <laughs> colleges. Yeah. Not okay. one. I need to, like by the end of this month. Sure. So, I mean, I got like a few days. I, you know, well, it'll be okay. Right on. I think you'll, yeah, you'll work it out. You'll, when, is there a deadline for college for, like admissions? For big colleges, normally you want to apply right about now. Yeah. So you can get accepted because they only accept so many people. Right. Um, but like for the smaller school, like JC, you can apply whenever you want, really. I mean, also, sure. for universities, it's huge to apply before November because that's when they give out all their scholarships. Mm -hmm. So you see if you apply for like a merit scholarship or not. Gotcha. So it starts all that. And that's the thing, man. Try to get those scholarships if you are going on the college path because, boy, it gets expensive. And uh, 
I think we maybe do a disservice sometimes trying to push everybody to go and doing that college path um, when kids are undecided where, you know what I mean? That, that's debt that I, a lot of kids don't know this, but that's debt that you can't declare bankruptcy on. So, I mean, it really follows you until you pay it off or uh, yeah, it follows you your whole life and, until you get rid of it. And uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I definitely encourage college and I think that's a good thing for a lot of our kids here, but yeah, maybe for everybody. And there are a lot of paths to success. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta do what's right for you. Right? Yeah, I feel like Josh's main path right now is not going to college. Yeah. Is that right? Um, unless I wrestle, if I were to like get an offer mm-hmm. late, like after wrestling season, I would definitely probably take it. But as of now, uh, I'm looking at going pretty much straight into uh, one of the trades, doing line work. You know what? I think that has been has gotten shortchanged in a big way over the last couple decades, where there's been so much emphasis on the path to success is going to college, which absolutely, going and getting a college degree is one path to success, but there's many paths to a successful life and being content and you know having a good lifestyle. And the trades, man, that is something that I think we should emphasize even more here at Center because we have a lot of kids here that that would be a great path for them. Um, how, how does that work? Have you looked into it yet? Like what, what any trade specifically? Were you looking at uh, like basically being a, a lineman uh, yep. for an energy company? Yeah, yep. good gig. Um, how so long like does I that was, take you to like the schooling for that? Uh, I mean, they send you to a boot camp called LBAT. So you have to apply for that. You apply it like through the union. Um, so, I mean, that's like a month, I think. Sure. Uh, and then after that, you have an apprenticeship where you're working. And then you just need so many hours until you become officially a journeyman or whatever. Right on. So that, I mean, that is so streamlined. I went to Central Michigan and was like up there for five years, essentially. I wasn't in a big rush to get out. <laughs> uh, but, it, but man, like you, uh, yeah, it sounds like you could get through one of those trade schools really quickly. And I'm sure... Uh, it's easier on your pocketbook going through and doing that. Yeah, yeah you're uh, probably not gonna be saddled with tons of debt and loans. No, and uh, I've been blessed with a pretty good family mm-hmm. uh, and support system behind me. So I mean, they, we've already discussed stay at home as long as you can. You know, yeah. until you have that money saved up, where you might not even have to have a house payment. You know. Yeah. Oh man, pay if for you, a house in cash if you want. Absolutely. If you have a good relationship with your parents or you know, at home life, I think staying home and, and saving a little extra money. I mean, at your age, there's that tendency where you want to get out and you want to spread your wings and fly and do your own thing. But, uh, but man, that gets really expensive once you have your own place. So staying at home is not a bad option at all for as long as you can to, to bank up some money, man. And I mean, really going into a trade, it's like you don't need a college degree by any means mm-hmm. for most of them. But I mean, some of them, you know, if you do go and get that college degree later, me, I'll probably go get a business degree in some form of business management. Sure. That'll be huge. I mean, how many other guys on the job have a degree? Well, then you've already got your foot in the door, too, and you're making money. It's not like you're just living on loans. And uh, yeah, I see what you're saying to kind of climb the ladder of of the company you'd be working for if it was like a Consumers Energy or Detroit Edison or whatever whatever one it might be. Yeah, I think that's a really good plan, buddy. So, 
All right, well, we're going on a little over a half hour here, and uh, I have to hit the road because I got to go administer a U.S. history quarter one exam. So, uh, you guys, thanks for coming in. Uh, it was awesome chatting with you. Love you both, and best wishes for the rest of your senior year and, and life. And I'm sure we'll stay in touch and maybe get you on the podcast again sometime. Thank you, this Jared. Is, this has been great, Jared. I would, awesome. I would love to be on a podcast again. Thanks so I much. I my own home, but I think we did good. You did outstanding. All right, uh, we're going to be checking out here. We'll probably have another episode up in the next week or two. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll leave you with a little bit more. Come on, Eileen.